listening to the Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Vakula, here to help you travel the world at next to no cost with credit card points, miles, benefits, and rewards. Make money, save money, and take advantage of great deals. Today's episode features Tammy G, a member of my local Miles and Points group who has recently started with Miles and Points thanks to the group. She'll talk about getting started with Miles and Points and recount some of the wins she has experienced in just six months. Before today's discussion, some quick show notes. I host monthly in-person meetups in Willow Grove, Pennsylvania, with the group Greater Philadelphia Travel, Credit Miles and Points. Find more information at meetup.com slash Philly Miles and Points. I'll also be speaking at the upcoming conference ZorkFest, discussed in the previous podcast episode, which will include social events and sessions educating about points, miles, and gambling. Find more information at zorkfest.com. That's Z-O-R-K-F-E-S-T dot com. Finally, today's episode is recorded with a new microphone setup, largely thanks to credits with Dell from American Express Business Platinum Cards. Please leave feedback about the audio quality in the comment section of this episode. Now, on with today's episode with special guest, Tammy G. All right, thank you for coming on today. Oh, thank you so much. It's my pleasure. I really appreciate the fact that you invited me to join you today. Excellent. We met a few months ago at the first meetup for Greater Philadelphia Travel, Credit Miles and Points, a meetup I host in Willow Grove, Pennsylvania. I didn't know you before that, but you happened to see the group on meetup.com. What led you to attend? So you're right, I did. So Meetup does this really cool thing where they send you invitations to things that you have an interest in. And I already had a specific interest in travel. I have my own travel group for women who don't have people to travel with. So yours came up as a uh, suggestion. And it intrigued me because I thought prior to meeting you that I knew how to travel with points. But you kind of like blew my mind the first time I met you. And what was that experience like for the first meetup? Well, everyone was super friendly. Everyone was, I was surprised at how willing people were to share strategies, even for somebody new like me. So I thought that I had the game, right? So I would go and I would put all of my personal expenses on my American Airlines card. And then I would put all of my business expenses on my Marriott card. And at the time, I was just like super happy to be able to get free flights for my vacations and get a free Marriott night at the hotel the night before. And I thought I was rocking points. <laughs> and, then I, and then I came to your meetup and literally my mind was blown. And the thing that was so nice about it is people were so willing to share with somebody like me who didn't know what I didn't know. It was just, it was so refreshing. And yeah, everyone was just so nice so nice. Yeah, I had this presentation where I was talking about, okay, hey, you can sign up for multiple credit cards, you can use these different programs, these different apps. So I did say, yes, this is going to be a lot of information. But here are some things that you might be able to take action on that will work for your situation. Exactly, exactly. And, and you gave us something for everybody. So from the beginner like me, who had no idea what I was stepping into that day, to the people that were in the group that seemed super experienced, they were all sharing ideas of new things that they were learning because 
One thing that I've learned in the short six months that I've been involved is that the game is constantly changing, Mm -hmm. constantly. So it's it's just nice to be involved with a group of people that share information so willingly. I think you said something early on that, well, I thought there might have been a better way to earn points rather than just using the same old, same old cards that maybe you saw some articles online, you saw some mentions on Facebook, but... It wasn't until you went to the group that you decided to change your strategy by getting more cards and doing other things. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't clicking. So it was I was like, well, I already have a card. I'm good. Because, again, I didn't even so like a new chase offered points, but I thought I could only use them in the portal. I didn't realize that they had transfer partners that I could transfer the points and that there were so many transfer partners. So there was just like. It just never, it just never clicked that I wasn't strategically spending my money in a way that got me the thing that I love most because I don't like spending money on a lot of things. So I spend money on travel, but having come to your group, I realize now that the things that I do spend money on every day can actually help me to get more money towards my travel, which is ultimately the only reason why I work is to have a have a basic roof over my head and be able to travel. That's, that's the whole thing. Yes. And you have business expenses, as you mentioned, which really helps some people that get into this hobby are a little bit intimidated that, Oh, I don't know how I'm going to spend 3000, 4000 in three months when I get a new card to hit a welcome offer. But for you, that's been pretty easy. It has been, but if people really take time and think about it, they don't realize how much spend they have that they don't think about. I mean, some people, just the amount of money they spend on Starbucks yeah. in a month, <laughs> right? So, yeah. So, I, I think a lot of it is that people think that they don't have big expenses. So, they're like, oh, well, I can't meet $3,000 because I don't have a big expense coming up or because I don't have a business where I have big expenses. But if you sat down and thought about how much money you actually spend on groceries, uh, you know, or if you have children, how much all the things that they do cost. If you sit down and really think about it, it's not hard to come up with a thousand dollars a month that you can put on your on a credit card that you're spending cash for anyway. So then you can pay it off every month, right? Because that that's the most important thing is not overspending and and making sure that you can pay it off. And things like auto insurance, maybe some home repairs, dental work. So just, yeah, just sitting down and thinking about it, I think you'll most people will be able to do it every few months getting a new card. Yeah, because that was one thing that I didn't really think about is your car insurance that a lot of people just because it's quote unquote easier, they'll just have it on a monthly renewal. But you can prepay your car insurance if you need to to meet spend, which that was one of the things that somebody um, at the meetup had said as one of the strategies that they do is they prepay things that they know they're going to have to pay anyway. So I was persuasive. I convinced you sign up for a new card. And I believe one of the first cards you you got was with (laughs) Chase. So were you skeptical at first about this? Like how long did it take you to make that decision? What was that process like? I wasn't skeptical about the process per se. I was skeptical about the end game. So I couldn't figure out what everybody's end game was. Like I was like, somebody's going to try and sell me something, (laughs) right? That's a, so the whole time I was sitting there, I was like, okay, so when, what is the D and I think you probably remember, I asked you that then I was like, okay, so what, what are you, what do you, 
what do you get out of this? What do you need me to do? What, why are you, you're not just giving me this stuff for free? So that's that, this information for free. And so that's where it was kind of like skeptical for me, not about the credit card process per se, but just how open everyone was, you know, like that was just, that was so refreshing. But yeah, I, I immediately went home and applied for the card. Like there was, I, I, my, like I said, my mind was so blown that day that I was, I was hook, line and sinker. Just show me the way, Justin, just show me the way. But what, although I, I did, we'll get to, I guess we'll probably talk about this later, but I did make some mistakes in the beginning, yep. you know, because I was too excited. <laughs> well, better, better than doing nothing probably. But, but yeah, I started the group as a civic organization so people can come together and talk about what's going on around them. Yeah, and you're doing it like a nonprofit, yeah, yeah. which I think is great. Yeah. So that's awesome. It's a lot of mutual benefit as people will share their data points. They'll share their information and we all learn from, one another and maybe we get some referral bonuses here or there or a tip that I get from someone else will be very actionable on my end because I've learned a lot through other people in this. It's very difficult to just do this all on your own. Yeah. And I was like really skeptical about American Express too. So if I think about, yes, was I skeptical about some things? Yes. Because American Express, I was skeptical about because of the, uh, first of all, it's a mindset thing like, oh, well, I'm not really sure that I would qualify to have an American Express because when, you know, in my younger days, it was like you had to be of a certain caliber to have an American Express mm. gold card, you know, or so I thought, right? So I didn't even think like that was an option for me. I thought, oh, they're going to look at me as American Express and be like, yeah, on a, maybe on their best day, <laughs> not, you know? <laughs> um but I was surprised at how easy the American Express card was to get, you know? So uh, so I was a little bit skeptical about American Express, but now that's like one of my favorite cards. My American Express gold card and my brand new platinum card are like my favorites. And I shied away from the platinum because of the annual fee. Oh, the, the business I've, platinum for listeners, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was afraid of that because of the annual fee, but... You know, now having learned more about the card, I realized that I can recoup almost all of that money. Yes, and you got the so. really high welcome offer on the business platinum as well. I did, I did. And I think yeah, you're probably so. currently wearing a Dell smartwatch that you got, or a smartwatch you got from uh, Dell. <laughs> I am, yes, my very first Garmin smartwatch. It reminds me to drink my water and get up and move my body, which I'm not accustomed to. <laughs> the the um <laughs> the extra benefits of the hobby. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's actually been very helpful. I've, I've been wearing it about a week and I think I've moved more and drank more than I have probably in the last three months. But yeah, yeah it gives me a nice little reminder to move. Yeah. I usually don't recommend business platinum people just starting out, but you had a really big expense coming up and the offer I was did. out there for, I think, 150000 or maybe you got it even higher than that. And it really made sense to do that. And yes, will you use the Dell credits to offset the annual fee? Will you use the airline credits to offset well, that's an, e that's an easy decision. So year one, definitely easy with that. But then in year two, we'll reconsider whether it's worth paying the annual fee the second time. But yeah, I, I, am, I am pretty fortunate with some of the spend that I, that I come across. And how has Miles and Points helped you so far? Did you take or book any trips yet? A lot of people hear like, oh, the points sound great. It sounds theoretically interesting. But I believe you were able to pull the trigger and travel with Miles and Points so far. The mo thing I'm most excited about and it came as a tip from someone at the meetup. So I'm going to Greece in April um, of next year, 2024. 
And in April of 2023, they at the at the meetup that I was at, one of the members said to me, "Well, you need to go look at Emirates, and you need to look when they very first released their tickets." And I was able to score a business life flat seat that I've never had. That like nice. I'm always like economy, 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 economy. Even when I had points, right? When I was traveling on my American Airlines with points. I never had enough points to fly first class. And so this is like a big switch for me. And I even have enough points to fly first class on Emirates, which gets you that like private little suite room. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to do that this time. I'm going to, I still want to save my points. So I have points for other things, but I, at least I had, it's, it's fun to know that I had enough points that I could do that if I wanted to, and that I wasn't sequestered back to economy <laughs> for a long flight. Yeah, it's an interesting thing about the hobby. Not only is the travel free or close to it in many cases, but we're able to travel in better accommodations, whether it's better hotel rooms, we get complimentary room upgrades, or we just use the points for better accommodations or for flights in business class, getting the seat upgrades with certain statuses, certain benefits, using the airport lounges. So lots of benefits to be had to make the experience better. And even like, it, it, even recently, I just got my American Airlines, which I'm not using anymore, but apparently I used it enough in the last year that I got upgraded to like their next level. So I got extra luggage and, mm-hmm. and advanced boarding. And so it's all those like little perk things that make you just feel a little special. Yeah. And the luggage easily saving maybe $35, $40 one way, 80 bucks on a round trip. So yeah. the, the little wins are pretty good. And that was from spend that you were just putting on the card anyway. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. you didn't have to take this Herculean effort to to get that kind of benefit. No, no, nope. just everyday spend for that. I mean the 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 flight degrees that was extra because of my business expenses, but but yeah, I, I was gonna say it just all comes down to strategy. This is a question from a listener, Carla, who asks, "How have you changed your behavior as a consumer since finding the hobby?" Oh, that is a great question. So I have really started to analyze when I'm making a purchase, where can I get the best points, right? Mm -hmm. So like if I'm going to the grocery store, I'm going out to dinner, I make sure I use my American Express, you know, gold card. If I'm going to Staples, I make sure that I'm using my Chase business cash card because of the number of points mm-hmm. i uh, i started using rakuten right so before i oh that's a shopping uh, portal a purchase, for listeners yes yeah. yes yeah so and you get extra points for shopping the same things that you shop all the time so i was always stay away from the shopping portals even though the, like the little things would like pop up on my <laughs> computer i just feel like uh can't be bothered but now i realize like a lot of times i'm not only am i getting money back but i'm also getting points and i'm doing some a little bit of advanced stuff with like stacking things because if i buy through rakuten and i use one card i get points and then through this sounds a little more complicated but then through rakuten you can get american express points too that's a little bit of an advanced thing so that's one of the that's one of the ways that i that i've really changed my shopping habits um and i pay a lot more attention to the grocery store ads too um just because you taught me about gas points and i i don't think i've paid for full price for gas since february nice nice of this last year yeah of this last year yeah that's a big <laughs> one right there so 
Yeah, yeah. So that was that was super helpful. And like this last week, I never paid attention to like at Acme or not Acme Weiss, right? Yep. Never paid attention to Weiss other than at Christmas and Thanksgiving when I got a free turkey. Mm-hmm. The rest of the time, I wasn't even paying attention to the points that I got when I went there. And then you're like, well, what about the eggs, Tammy? What about the milk? What about this? You get this free. You get this for 99 cents. And right now there's three 18 carton, three 18 count carton of eggs sitting in my oh, refrigerator. Oh, yes. Ameri- that America I loves math. Do, right? Eggs and bags. <laughs> that, I got for, that I got for $3. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Where do you get 18... Three 18 count eggs for $3. Yeah. Right? So even that's money that I can put towards something else. Yeah, the price uh, was at, I think, like 6 or $7 for 18 count eggs a, a yeah. few weeks or maybe months ago. But um, even now, just getting them yeah. for a dollar is still a good deal when you're just buying gift cards at Weiss, getting 4X on the Amex personal gold card, and then just uploading the cards on Amazon or getting into more of the advanced plays that we'll talk about a little bit later in the show. Yeah, so it's just it is really funny how my shopping has definitely changed, and uh, also like strategizing when I'm going to make big purchases too. Yeah. So like I strategized because I was going, I wanted to buy a new garage door, so I was like, okay, well I can't do that until I can qualify for a new card for a sign up bonus, and then I can put the garage door on the, for the sign up bonus. And I made sure the garage door company would take credit oh, card good, first good. because some of the yeah because some of the home improvement places won't allow you to do that that kind of stuff but i got um when you were saying like what are some ways that you met your spend it was like i got a garage door i got painted the shutters on my house i got new some new windows because somebody shot a bb through my window and so i used that to meet spend and my daughter's getting married and there's all kinds of expenses with that you know plus plus my travel business oh good and have you made deals or negotiations with others saying things like hey could you just put this spend on my card and give me the cash well that happens a lot in the in the meetup that i have because we go out to dinner a lot and so at dinner, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be like okay everybody bring cash and then i will you know pay for the thing with my american express card and i get four points and so, yeah, so I kind of, I do it that way. And then I do a lot of purchases for my mom and my daughter where, you know, they used to buy their own stuff and I'd be like, oh no, I'll, I'll go pick that up for you. Not a problem. Oh, okay. That good. kind of stuff. Yeah. So little yeah. things here and yeah. there, but it adds up, especially yeah. for people yeah, who don't have a home, don't have kids. That That's a common concern. How am I going to reach the men's spend? So we can find creative ways to do that. And I know one creative thing I've been talking a lot about the mobile casino apps with my Vegas wind slots, wind Creek <laughs> casino verse. So you got, you got into this uh, crazy phone farm recently. Can you tell listeners about the, the phone farm, <laughs> the oh battle gosh. stations? <laughs> yes. Yes. So it's something I never thought that I would be involved in because I'm not a big gamer and I don't play game. I don't play games on my phone. But you started talking about how I could get free hotel nights or how I could get buy one, get one dinners in Las Vegas. And the big one for me was when you said about a cruise. Like I was like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) I can get a cruise? And so I started playing the games and I was just using my one phone and I was getting annoyed because it took a lot of time. Not a lot of time, but like I had to keep thinking about it. So then you're like, 
yeah, but don't you have any old phones laying around? And I was like, well, yes, as a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> so I got those phones out of the closet and I charged them. And now, and then I bought one other phone off of Home Shopping Network. Yeah, HSN Online. Yeah. Yeah. And I got a great deal on that. So now I have a Google phone because I didn't have a Google phone because some of the apps work better on Google on the Google phone yeah, on the Android, Android yeah. than they do. Yeah. Than they did on my Apple. So, yeah, so now I have a, a table in my living room nice. that has, like, this phone sitting on it with their charger, and I get up in the morning, and I start all – each one has, like, a little – I put, like, a little sticky thing on the box, so I know which game I play on that phone. might be a little too overkill, but <laughs> That's all right. um, it works for my brain, you know? And then I start each of the games, because some of them, you just have to start them and sit there. I thought you had to actually play them oh, and Oh, not at all. It's you, play in, like, and air you don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just, like, open the app and you let it sit there for an hour. Next thing you know, at the end of the month, you've got, like, a million points. You're you're one-fifth of the way towards a potential free cruise. Yeah. So um, it was just a matter of being open-minded, which I think that I'm open-minded. And then something like that comes along and I realize, wow, I was kind of closed-minded about that. And I was really glad that I listen it took me a little bit to catch on and be like oh wait a second because even just like yesterday when i was talking to you at the meetup we had yesterday with my konami i've been fighting against that one <laughs> and saying i didn't like it and then all of a sudden i was like oh my gosh there's just a button there that you click and you watch video and every time you know 40 40 points goes into your thing i was like yeah oh, that was and, so and you're easy. not even really watching the video either you just like uh, no not watching the video at all later, so whatever. like while i'm in, on a conference <laughs> call i just push the button let the video play you know it's not like i'm you know it's not like you have to concentrate on it yep so yeah so i'm super excited about that i'm going to atlantic city in uh october and i'm looking forward to getting my brigada free parking maybe getting some food yep you know the free, the free stuff, night so. if it's during the week yeah yeah free night yep Mm -hmm. Yeah, the cruise is a lofty so, goal. Some people might think like, oh, five million, that's going to take me five months, whatever. They they might not want to do that. But the rewards come much earlier for maybe it's like 75,000 or 100,000 for that Borgata night. So it's very easy to get that. I've met a lot of people who, when they know that I that I strategize on free travel, that's one of the things they ask me is how do you get a free cruise? And I'm like, well, guess what? There is actually a way that you could qualify for a free cruise. So there are people out there that are that are willing to do that and that piques their interest. And we just have to find one thing that piques their interest, you know? Yeah, because I present and a lot of information. You know, I don't I don't do. expect people are just going to get into poker, <laughs> for example, and I usually don't recommend poker. Yeah. But one thing I have been recommending and we sat together and did it the other day is blackjack. So uh how, how's that been another going? thing that another <laughs> thing that i was like i will i no not doing that no when i first met you i was like oh no um but i had a lot of fun with it yesterday i really did i had a good i had a good time um i went i had gone to staples because staples was having an offer um on their gift cards and I purchased a stack of the gift cards, and we actually converted it all back to cash that's going to go back into my checking account, yeah. which was really cool. And I had fun playing. Yeah. You know? It was the so, fee-free MasterCard gift cards, and then you were getting five times points with your Chase Inc. cash business card. Right. So even right. suffering the half percent house edge in the long run, you're still up quite a big deal on the acquisition side. And signing up for some of these sites, you got some welcome offers as well. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, in the beginning, it was, a, like you said, it was a lot of information. 
So I had to take my time and process the baby steps that made sense to me at the time. And then as I gained more experience and in what I was doing, then I started to be like a little bit more open to trying some of the, some of the other things, but I'm really glad we sat down and did that yesterday. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. You took some time to learn basic strategy using a trainer app, a chart, and you've practiced a lot on your own. So when you met me in person, you, you were mostly right about a lot of the decisions. It was just learning the software and just sitting and like interpreting the chart and um, you didn't misclick once, so it was uh, <laughs> it was it was very good. Yeah, and I'm re- I'm really glad that you took the time to say you need to practice first. Yeah. without real money. Yeah, right? of course. Just practice, practice. And you checked in with me, and you're like, "What? How are you doing? What's your percentages? You know?" And I, I just thought that was that was really good. You're not like, "Oh, here, just go do this." You literally walked me through step by step on how to be successful at it. Yeah, I said don't gamble at all until you've used the app to a sufficient level and we're going to start small. We did like $5 bets and then eventually like we increased it to save some time. But it was a a good first few sessions. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, if we're going to sit and like bet a dollar a time, it's going to take a long time to go through it. (laughs) No, it was good. It was fun. An interesting thing I've been doing um maybe some listeners hadn't considered and i didn't mention in the previous videos this is relatively new i have a checking account with juno j-u-n-o that's giving a five percent apy yield in a checking account so that we're using credit to obtain these prepaid cards running the prepaid cards through the blackjack games i can have that money withdrawn and earning money while it's sitting there because i don't have to pay these credit cards back until the due dates. You get the 30-day grace period, and depending on when that charge comes in, you might even have something like 59 days before you have to repay that money. So it's a more advanced play there, so you can earn additional money on top of it to help offset some of that house edge. Yeah, that'll be my next step. <laughs> yeah, and you have signed up for some <laughs> bank accounts, right? I did. So I like signed up for the Chase one and got some free money, which was another thing that I didn't really think about. I and I learned this at the meetup. I think it might have been my first one, maybe my second. I don't remember, but it was another light bulb moment. Yeah, could you explain that to the listeners? Time, the checking account yeah. box. Yep, I would always get these things in the mail that said switch your checking account, get a five hundred dollar bonus after you you know do a direct deposit, and I would always throw them in the trash because I was like, I don't want to go through the hassle of moving all of my stuff to another bank, and then. Justin said to me, you don't have to do that. Yep, yep. <laughs> All you have to do is make the minimum deposit and then go into your payroll, company's payroll, and divert some of your direct deposit from your regular checking into your regular checking account, divert it into this new checking account. And I was like, oh, Justin, my bank, my employer makes me write a check. And, that he's, and you said to me, have you looked at it lately? <laughs> <laughs> Well, quite honestly, no, I haven't. And you said, go look at it because I bet you can change it online. Yep. And sure enough, <laughs> I, I could. So I ended up getting a $900 chase bonus by making a, a small deposit in a checking account that I had to leave there for 90 days and make a $500 over the course of 90-day direct deposit yeah. from my payroll. And then I had to put a larger amount in a savings account and by doing both of them it took the bonus from six hundred dollars to nine hundred dollars and then i just moved it out 
So yep. I, I mean, it didn't cost me anything and I got $900. Yeah, really easy. So some might ha might not have the bigger capital to park there, but you can definitely do something that works for you listeners. Maybe it's just the direct moving the direct deposit of $500 or more from mm -hmm. your employer or however else you're getting paid. So even if you pick up, say, 300 or 400 I think that's still a very easy win. Was it very easy to sign up for the checking account online and, and move that? It was super easy, super easy. And Chase was actually very helpful too. So yeah, they were. Yeah, the yeah. banks are hoping to have a sign up for other things, or they're hoping we make mistakes. So they could charge us fees, or we're going to whale out and overspend. But of course, we're being very disciplined about that. Just because we have lines of credit in all these different accounts doesn't mean that we're just going to go out and buy all this stuff. Right. This is not a stuff business. This is a, this, you do this for travel. Like I said, I'm a I'm not a stuff person. So um, just making sure that I'm only spending it on things that I need or ways that I can transfer the money back into cash. Yes, like you mentioned about the gas points. So you got into some of the gift card deals with that. So that was a creative way to spend to buy gift cards and then later essentially get cash for those gift cards through reselling or maybe through some personal use where you're doing things a little bit differently. Like, oh, well, look, there's a 5X deal and I can buy Amazon gift cards. I know I'm going to buy stuff on Amazon. So why not use the Amex Gold 4X? I get the 5X grocery rewards. That's worth more than 5% for gas and just shift things a little bit that way. Yeah, that was another thing that you really blew my mind about because I couldn't wrap my head around why somebody would buy a hundred dollar apple gift card sell it to somebody for 90 percent. like i was like that why would i buy a gift card for a hundred dollars <laughs> and only get 90 on it and again you said tammy america loves math and i'm not a math person <laughs> i need somebody else to do the math and explain to me why it makes sense but i was so i so i did it the first time i was like i bought i, I think i it cost me 40 dollars, but i got almost 220 dollars worth of gas after selling multiple cards, yeah. After selling, yeah, after selling multiple cards. Yep. And so that like totally changed my mind too. But I didn't understand it because nobody explained the math to me of why that made sense to do it. So I just heard about people who bought gift cards and resold them. But I, I, to me, I was like, well, that's just stupid. Why would I spend $100 to get 90 I yeah. didn't never factored in the points and what I was getting for the points. Yeah, because we're not just going to outright buy it and get nothing as a rebate. But since we're getting the rebate and gas points, we're getting the rebate and groceries, whatever it happens to be, the rebate happens to offset the loss on the card. So yes, if we sell the $100 card for 90 and we're getting 15 back with some sort of rebate or statement credit, whatever it is, then there's an mm -hmm. arbitrage opportunity there. So we're ahead. Yep. Again, you just have to be open-minded and listen. Yep. And not everybody's exactly. going to do all these advanced plays. I usually tell people, hey, just start small and then see what you want to add on in the future if you want to do more. There are people, believe it or not, who are doing more things than I am. And I'm, of course, doing some more things than other people are. So it's starting small and building up whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. And 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 you, you teach me something. And then whenever I come back to you and say... I'm ready to learn something else. Then you have another play that you show me. So this has been like six months in the making. And I know that I have so, so much more to learn. That's why I keep coming back to see you. Yeah. And we, and we have a lot of fun at the meetups too. It's a good group of people. We do. Right? We do. It is, a, it is really a, a good 
a good group of people. And what I'm hoping at some point in time, when other, when the group gets bigger and you have more new people coming in, that I'll be able to share Ooh. some knowledge. Oh, well, you're doing that right now. Because right? <laughs> <laughs> I like to share and I like to teach and I like to help. I'm a, my mom tells me I'm a fixer. Yep. So when I get a lot of people that come to me and say, oh, I love all the trips that you plan, but I can't afford to go um, or I can't afford to fly um, by the plane ticket. And so it's going to be nice to be able to bring them into the fold, um, of your group and say, well, I have another group that can help you figure that piece out. Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of people are resistant to doing any of this. Like when I first had this knowledge and I contacted some friends, some people that trusted me on other things and I'd explain it to them and I'd hear, everything like, oh, I don't know if that's worth the effort or, oh, I don't know. I don't want my perfect credit score to go down by two points. That doesn't really matter. Um, and, and all these other objections that I would hear from people. Not everybody wants to play ball. So what, what do you have to say to some of these negative things that people have to say? So one of the things somebody said to me is like, oh, my gosh, you, you, I was talking about like, oh, yeah, I got this card. And I got this card. And I got this card. And they're like, oh, my gosh, your credit score is going to plummet. And I was like, well, actually, my credit score went up. Which I thought <laughs> was really I thought that was really weird, but it did. I mean, my credit score went up like 25 points. I was already in the high 700s. Yep. And I thought I was really going to take a hit. Now, everybody's different and it depends on a lot of things go into it. But I was. I was lucky that my score went up. And even if it does take a dip, it goes back up really, really fast. So that to me is just, that's a non-issue. You have to, you just have to, if you have a high 700 score, dropping a couple of points isn't going to hurt you. And then for like people saying, oh, that seems like it takes a lot of time or whatever. I, I, one of the examples I use is like, well, it takes you a lot of work time. Yep to get the money to travel. So if someone has a job where they're making $20 an hour, figure out how many hours you would have to need to buy, need to work to buy a plane ticket. And then I can probably tell you, Oh, well, I maybe spend, you know, two to three hours a week and I get to travel for free all the time. So it, it, it's time for money kind of thing, but it's funny how a lot of people are willing to, work the extra hours, but not willing to work the extra time on themselves. So you just have to kind of like just do a mind shift about where you are financially and what are ways that you can tweak what tweak your lifestyle to just work better. It's just about strategy. Yeah. And we're skipping some things that seem marginal. Like I could be driving and it's like, oh, well, it's a 15 minute detour to go to CVS and there's a gift card deal there. And maybe I make like $3. Well, that's not going to make sense to do that. But when I see the bigger right. deals, I want to target the bigger deals. So I often mention to people the checking account bonuses, the credit card welcome offers are usually the bigger things to start with. So try to pick the things that give you a good return on time for sure. And I, I wonder about people that just are mindlessly scrolling through Facebook or TikTok or they're just like browsing Netflix for an hour and they haven't even watched anything. It's like, well, maybe you could be a bit more productive with that time. Now, of course, have your hobbies, have your entertainment. But if you're going to be complaining about, oh, I'm broke, oh, travel's too expensive, I can't do this or that, well, actually, there's a way to get out of that. You, you actually can travel at low cost. It, it doesn't take ultra intelligence or aptitude, whatever, to do this. I, I think it's very approachable for so many people. Yeah, you just have to pause 
and be open-minded. So one of my like life mantras is if you never look at anything, you never find anything. And so it's kind of that, like when I came to your, when I came to your first meetup, I didn't know what I was going to find, but I knew if I didn't come and listen to what you had to say, I wasn't going to find anything. And it turned out that it was a gold mine what I found that day. Right. So I think people just need to take a moment and look at some of the opportunities and options that are out there, knowing that not every one of them is going to be gold for them. But if they find just one, just one piece of gold that could change their whole life and their whole perspective on travel. I mean, that that's what it's all about is helping people find those little gold nuggets. Yeah, certainly many things for many people to do. And some people have this idea, though, of like, I don't deserve this or this just isn't for me. Oh, travel is only a rich person thing. I've heard some of that from people before, which is weird. Yeah, there's, there are a lot of people that have that mindset that that they feel that they're stuck in a in a, in a place where that they can't get out of and that they're just that it'll never be for them, that it's for other people, that they don't they don't deserve it. And I think if you change, if you can find ways to start looking at, at those situations and being like, I do deserve it. I can travel. And, and maybe you're not going to travel tomorrow or next week or next month. But if you start today thinking, I love to travel, I'm going to travel, set a place where you want to go to, and then start trying to figure out how to get there. If you keep saying, I'll never get to, I'll never get to Ireland. I'll never get to Ireland. You'll never get to Ireland. If you say yeah. one day I'm going to get to Ireland and you say that enough, the pieces will start to come into play of how you actually get yourself there. And these travel hacks. I often hear from people, hey, Justin, why do you criticize Dave Ramsey so much? What he's saying is really not accurate. But I often hear many of Dave Ramsey's talking points in real life from people, people who talk about not having money. Oh, I can't get ahead. Travel's too expensive. And then I give them some of this information that we've talked about, and then I'll hear some of Dave Ramsey's talking points. So what, what do you have to say about Dave Ramsey's perspectives on, on credit? So one of the things that he says all the time is that, like, basically all credit is bad. You shouldn't have any credit. And that's like saying you should never have dessert or you should never treat yourself to the movies or you should never go out and buy a new outfit because – if you buy one, then you'll buy two, then you'll buy three, then you'll buy four. If you eat one, if you eat one candy bar, you'll eat two candy bars, you'll eat three candy bars. You can be responsible and enjoy a candy bar, right? And it's the same thing with credit. You can be responsible and get the benefits of using credit as long as you pay it off every month. So just saying, saying across the board that everything about something is bad is not, to me, that's not, that's not educating people in a way that's responsible or in a way that helps them to actually reach their life goals. Right. So I don't necessarily know that he's helping them figure out how to reach every goal. He's just so focused on being completely debt free. And so I, I don't like the fact that he's just so across the board, you can't ever use credit. Yeah. We're paying our balances in full. We're not overspending. We're not paying interest. So if we can use credit well, then what's the problem of that? He'll say, oh, well, look at this and that study and people spend more when they use plastic. But that's not going to be all people. And people will still use debit cards and spend more as well 
or people I've seen, they pay with cash at a cash register and they'll have change and they just throw the change in a random bin. So when I'm swiping credit, I'm not just rounding up my transaction. Right. So th there are right. some, exactly. some things even people using cash and debit are doing that I wouldn't do because I'm using plastic. Right. I agree 100%. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm not going to go out there and say just because some people engage in drunk driving or abuse alcohol that everybody should abstain from alcohol or all alcohol is bad, but that's often what Dave is doing. Yeah. I, yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. One thing he said that was interesting is we've, we've studied millionaires and we've chatted with millionaires and asked you, have you ever gotten rich because of miles and points? Not one millionaire said that, so you shouldn't bother. <laughs> well, like, what? Yeah, but, yeah, but did you ask them, do they get rich using other people's money? Because that's <laughs> yep. the big thing about being a millionaire. That's the big joke. OPM. We get rich using OPM. Yeah. What's that? Other people's money. Well, that's what we're doing. We're using the bank's quote unquote money to get points and travel and then giving them their money back every month. I mean, we're doing the same thing, just different. Yeah, we have lots of options, that's for sure. So when the good deals come up, we have the capital to go ahead and pounce rather than just using mm -hmm. our own cash. We just see opportunities for leverage, so why not take them? As long as you're being responsible, as long as you're being disciplined, I don't think that's too much of an ask. Now, there are some people that can't handle credit, and there are some people that have gotten into debt, unfortunately, so maybe they shouldn't play the game. But just to say that nobody at all should play the game, or he's saying – Oh, it's like going to Chuck E. Cheese and you're spending $20 and you get a dollar sticky hand prize. And that's exactly what Miles and Points is like. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? That little Have you ever seen the look on a kid's face when they get that little sticky hand toy? And that's where the, that's where the value is in that transaction. The value isn't in getting the little sticky thing. The value is in watching your kids have a great time. And so, you know, it's kind of the same thing using the credit to get, have a great time, you know, we're getting a great, we're getting a great time. Yeah. And, and we're getting so. better rewards than just a sticky hand when you're talking about right, business exactly. class flights and exactly. hotel nights we and are. much more Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, on spending that we're just doing anyway. So yeah. yeah, why not? Why not take the bonus? <laughs> so yeah, Dave Ramsey debunked once again, uh, say like, Oh, Justin, but you're not his audience. Well, like, okay, could you make accurate statements? For everyone is that a possibility like I'm, I'm willing to say hey don't use credit if you can't be disciplined but he's, he's not willing to say hey credit can actually be a good thing if you are and like I have to set process which I think is a good thing that you share too you share some of your processes and procedures of how you go in and like every you know every couple of weeks you're going in and checking your cards and yep. and you work that into the time but it does take discipline for sure yeah how's that process been for you maintaining these accounts because some people have this idea of oh i don't want to open multiple accounts it sounds like a lot to manage well if, if you keep your card well I, I i am keeping my cards within two families right now right so i have actually i lie three families Ooh. So, so i have, i have chase i have american express and i have some barclays so they're all under the same account. So really, I've only gone into three portals to check mine. But I, again, I'm very process oriented. So I have a checklist that, you know, that comes up on my computer once a month and says, go check this account, check this, log in here. And so I, I feel as though when I create a process for things, it's easy to maintain and manage. And again, it only takes me about 10, 
10 minutes a month to go ahead and check my accounts. Yeah, is it usually maybe an evening you do it or in the morning? Or are you multitasking? Uh, well, I set it up to do it first thing in the morning. So I do all of my my point activities first thing in the morning when I get up. So like some people, they'll sit and have coffee and do a crossword puzzle. I sit and have my morning drink and I go through what I need to look at for my travel points boot, for the day. Boot up the My Vegas phone farm. Boot up, yes, boot up the phone farm. Yeah. Yeah. But so I do it first thing in the morning. That way I don't run out of time at the end of the day. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and I often tell people, like, do what works for you. As long as it gets done, not everybody's going to do it the same way. Some people use notebooks to keep track of stuff. I use spreadsheets mm -hmm. and Evernote, for instance, that makes it easier for me. And the other thing is people are willing to share what forms and things they've created yep. too. You know, so it's not even like, don't think you have to recreate the wheel if you want a form that does something, ask some people that you've met and say, hey, do you have a tracking form that you use? Do you have an app on your phone that you use? And people will share and tell you what apps are working for them and what apps didn't work for them. Any challenges like, so far since starting with this? I did make some mistakes because I got over anxious and I didn't know what the 524 rule was. And that is that Chase, if you want to get Chase cards, they won't approve you if you have more than five credit cards in the last 24 months, not just with them, but with anybody. Yeah, five so or more on the personal I, side. Yep. Yeah, so I didn't understand that rule. And I got overexcited because I was I was on a website that offered, I was on American Airlines website checking points and stuff. And this little pop-up came up and it's like, Oh, get your Citibank card, get, you know, 25,000 miles. <laughs> I got like overexcited and I jumped the gun and I got it and it used up one of my spots that yeah. I, like, which, yep. which I'm, I'm kicking myself in the pants for right now. But that's one of the challenges that I have is that I got too excited in the beginning and I need to rein back my excitement because as much as I know, there's a lot of stuff that I don't know and I've gotten better at checking in with you and the the other members of the group before I do something. Yeah. So that's been a, that's been a challenge for me is like I, I my friends call me the jumper <laughs> and that is because I if I get excited about something I like jump right in and ask questions later. And so that sometimes um sometimes bites me in the butt. And then I do have some social anxiety challenges that I deal with. So in the very beginning when I was going into the voice grocery store to buy <laughs> a gift card and they would ask me questions because they asked me and I don't know if it's because I'm older oh but yeah I yeah think you're, I you're getting like scammed older, by the alleged IRS or whatever yeah <laughs> all yeah. fraud all fraud <laughs> because of my social anxiety I didn't I, I never shared this with you because of my social anxiety and the fact that I didn't like the fact that they were asking me questions I would go and get a 99 99 cent box of cake mix <laughs> the, the funfetti cake mix for 99 cents and i would go up to the customer service thing and i was like oh i'm buying this birthday gift card <laughs> can i buy this cake with it oh okay well, just to get rid of my social anxieties but i only had to do that the first couple of times and then i was like all right this doesn't this doesn't matter or the one the first time i uh, my social anxiety kicked in when i um when I went to do my first money order purchase, so I bought a gift card at Staples, one, just one. It was when I very first got started. I went and I bought one gift card at Staples for $200. And then on my way 
back home. I stopped at the Wise to buy a um, money order with it. And I had never done that before. And I walk up to the counter and, and I'm like, I, I'm, I'd like to buy a money order. And she said, you need to put in the pin. And I yeah, was yeah. Like, oh my God. I was like, I said, oh, the last four, the last four, the last four. So I ran out to my car and, and I reached out to you and I was like, all the time, I was like, oh my God, they asked me for the pin number. And you're like, Tammy, it's the last four digits. And I was like, oh my God. But then I pulled myself together and I went back in. So, uh, if anything else, it's like helping me stretch out of those social anxiety situations that I have where I'm like worried that I'm going to do something. My big social anxiety is that I'm going to do something wrong in a social situation. Yeah. And so it's helping me to overcome that because the worst that happens is you go back out to your car and you call and you say, hey, I think I screwed this up. How do I fix it? Yeah. And then somebody helps you fix it. So, yeah, I'm usually I'm usually recommend being upfront with the cashiers and saying things like, oh, I'm here to purchase this gift card because of this promotion or because I want to earn credit card rewards. I think it makes the situation a lot easier because if you just go up there and buy it, they're thinking like, oh, are you getting scammed or what's going on? You see these signs all over the gift card rack and in the store, victim, blah, 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 scam. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. So, so even like CVS, you have to hit a button that says accept when you're making the purchase to say um, that you're make, you're buying it for yourself. It's personal use, whatever. Because, yeah, unfortunately, I get calls every so often and people are impersonating my electric company or a lot of other weird phone calls that I mostly don't answer. So it makes it a little bit more yeah. difficult for us. Only if they could do what we're doing instead of trying to scam people. <laughs> I say that all the time. It's like they invested half the time that they spend trying to figure out ways to cheat people and invested that time in doing something good. Imagine what a, an amazing world we would have. Yep. You know? and it's another question from listener yeah. Eliza. Any other advice for people who are just starting in Miles and Points? Take baby steps. Find a trusted mentor like Justin. And listen to their advice. Uh, don't shy away from business cards because I think a lot of people think that they don't qualify for business cards. And then someone at the meeting said, uh, have you ever sold on eBay? Have you ever sold on Etsy? Did you ever yep. make crafts and sell them at a craft store? Did you walk your neighbor's dog and they gave you $10? Um, those kinds of things. So don't shy away from business cards because that that's where a lot of the the big bonus points are um and don't spend more than what you can cover um to pay off every month yeah yeah all yeah. all good any trips coming up any other plans we're using your miles and points or deals oh, oh my gosh justin i have so many trips so i'm leaving for london on in the first week of August, and I'm using uh, points for the ho the pre-hotel stay and the post-hotel stay. Um, I'm doing a cruise in September. Um, that came from some other uh, free stuff, not the Las Vegas thing, but it was from, from uh, another casino, like going there in person. So I'm doing that, and then going to the Greece. And good, good. So and this, much is, this is definitely going to reduce the cost for you on all this. It does. Absolutely. Yes. And a lot more to come. So how, how was it adding multiple cards? Some people resistant to like, oh, adding multiple cards. I don't know. I, I really, it wasn't as complicated as I thought once I got started. Um, and again, it just comes down to, um, I use a, an app on my phone to track all of them. And I just want to get a new card. I just put it into the, into my app and it does a lot of there's apps that do a lot of it for you. Travel freely you know? was that one? 
that yes i yep that's my favorite right. so it tracks everything for me including like when my uh, when my renewals are due so that I can decide ahead of time, do I want to renew this card or don't I? Like it, it takes a lot of the guessing out of it. Yep. Yeah. And it's helpful to keep organized with the dates, you know, what to expect when the annual fee is going to come up or wait a second, when did I sign up for this card? Because there's a bank rule that I could only get cards every 60, 90 days, or I have to wait 90 days between the same card in some cases. So it's better than doing the archaeological dig and having to go back through emails or download your credit report, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Pre- preventative things. Yeah, for sure. All I, all I know is like this hobby has been so good for me and because I've had hobbies before um, and I feel like this is the first hobby that actually makes me money and is in something that I'm passionate about, which is travel. Good. So a good, a good fit. All right. Anything else you'd like to add as we get towards the end here? I just want to thank you for being so amazing and so willing to share all of the education that you do. I mean, it takes a special person to be able to do that. And I told you yesterday, you have such amazing patience with those of us that are learning. And I just appreciate you. And I appreciate what you've done for the community. So thank you. All right. Thank you. And we'll meet later in Pittsburgh as we're going to be going to a meetup out there as well. Yeah, that'll be fun. Looking forward to that. Yep. So even if you're not in the Willow Grove, Pennsylvania area, you'll see that there are meetups throughout the country. Maybe you have a local group. Maybe you can start a local group listener. So lots of opportunities, lots of resources out there. All right. Thank you for the kind words and coming on today. So we'll have our future meetups in Willow Grove, PA. So if listeners are interested, you can go to meetup.com slash Philly miles and points. And hopefully we see you there. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for future episodes. Visit hurdygurdytravel.com to contact me, find me on social media, read select episode transcripts and schedule a free consultation. Support the show through Subscribestar, referral links and buying from my eBay store. Find the show on many podcast platforms and YouTube, where you can find bonus videos. Supporting me on Subscribestar will give you special perks, including a custom podcast episode, questions answered by upcoming guests, and monthly private one-on-one conversations, delving into more advanced topics I don't openly discuss at length in podcast episodes. Visit meetup.com slash Philly Miles and Points to learn about Greater Philadelphia Travel, Credit Miles and Points Meetups, I host in Willow Grove, Pennsylvania. I hope to see you in person at a future event. Find a link in the show notes. I'll be speaking at the upcoming conference, ZorkFest, which will include social events and sessions educating about miles, points, and gambling. Find more information at ZorkFest.com. That's Z-O-R-K-F-E-S-T dot com. Listen to my other podcast, the Stoic Solutions Podcast, found at StoicSolutionsPodcast.com. That's S-T-O-I-C, solutionspodcast.com. My podcast guests and I offer practical wisdom for everyday life inspired by the ancient tradition of Stoic philosophy from Greece and Rome. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. (music) 